0: Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Successful Woman Radio Show, brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Hello, ladies. This is Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this beautiful day and, as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas a huge success. Ladies, I trust that you have had a beautiful holiday weekend this Labor Day and that you are ready for some productivity this week. Now, many people are celebrating Labor Day and so have taken the day off. Of course, as you know, at Successful Woman Radio, we are here with you, whether it is a holiday or not, right? So hopefully you will not allow yourself to get knocked off focus for the week and that you still took the time on yesterday to really focus on what it is that you would like to see accomplished by the end of the week, and that you had an opportunity to review your calendar, look in your calendar and make sure that the activities listed there are supporting what it is that you want to have accomplished. So very, very important. This one simple thing really can help you to achieve things so much faster. And so, of course, it's all about habits, and so I'm so excited this month, uh, during the beginning of our month, first Monday of September, that I am able to introduce to you the theme for all of this month, Habit Power, The True Keys to Your Success. And of course, this is in alignment with our book club book um, that we are reading, Atomic Habits by James Clear such a powerful book. I want to thank all of you for sending me emails and sharing with me your aha moments and what you have received from the book and how much you liked it and how it is something that you are really willing to take action on. Um, That makes me so very, very happy because, you know, reading is such a powerful thing. It is through reading that you can your wisdom and your knowledge tenfold. Why is that? Because the average person who writes a, you know, a self-help or an empowerment book, um, something that's nonfiction but adding a lot of wisdom to your life, that average person has 10 years of experience. So even if you read one book per month, you would be adding 120 years of wisdom and power in your life. Provided that you make sure that you highlight the areas that really resonate with you, figure out how you're going to implement them and test it out, try it out. And that is how you can, you can even magnify your success. So this month, Habit Power, The True Keys to Success, is our theme all month long, and it's very important. Why? Because here we are um, four months out from the end of the year, and there are so many things that I know many of you want to accomplish, and you want to see success in your life, and you want to properly plan for 2022, and so therefore, I'm so excited to be sharing this with you all month and I want to encourage you to please make sure that you share the Successful Woman Radio Show with as many women as you possibly can this month because I believe that this topic Coupled with the book that we're reading, Atomic Habits, can ha- many of you will be able to have some serious breakthroughs um, based on the principles and the different things that are shared with you from the show this month. So this is a very pivotal month for many of you, because um, many of you who are listening, you have set your goals, you have written down things, you've had desires in your heart to be successful. There is a financial figure that you have in your head that you wanted to see in your business and for yourself uh, that hasn't happened yet. And you're trying to figure out what is it that you need to do in order to have this breakthrough, in order to really see some things work for yourself and in your business. And honestly, ladies, I'm telling you, A lot of the times we are thinking that the answer lies all outside of ourselves, right? That somebody else has to have the secret to this. They have to have the keys. What is it that can help us to be extremely successful beyond measure? What is it that can help us to reach um, that level of success where we no longer feel like we have to struggle financially, that, that we are providing a needed service, that we have plenty of leads and people are looking for what we have? What is it that can get us over the hump and get us to that next level? Well, I'm here to tell you, simple and easy enough, it's really all about habits. It's really all about your mindset. It's really all about your subconscious mind and what has been embedded in it and what keeps causing you to repeat habits that are not necessarily enhancing what it is that you want in life. And so I want you guys to make sure that you get your notebook out. I want you to take plenty of good notes as this month is going to be life-changing information. And we don't want to just hold it to ourselves. We want to share it with as many women as possible. So I am asking all of you, especially those of you who have been longtime listeners of the show, and you know that the show has been, um, you know, sowing seeds of blessings into your life, I'm asking you to help other women tell as many women as possible possible about the Successful Woman Radio Show, and especially our thing this month, Habit Power, the true keys to success. I truly believe that you guys are going to get some information that is going to be life-changing this month. You are going to get information that you will be able to implement and really take action on it right away in your life and in your business. So this is the month. This is a pivotal month that I think is going to help you to set for the rest of this year and create a really good strategy for moving forward in 2022. So, again, I want to thank all of you for being a part of the Successful Woman Radio Show. And, you know, again, uh, we've got a great show lineup for you today, of course. I'm going to be bringing to you the five questions of business leadership. These are questions that you can ask of yourself as often as you need to in order to uh, make things happen, hone in on your leadership skills, really take the, the seat as CEO of your business and be the best business leader that you can be for your business. And of course, um, we have an excerpt from our featured book, Atomic Habits by James Clear. Such uh, an incredible, incredible book. I'm so glad uh, that this book was chosen um, in my spirit because I really have learned so much already just from reading the book. Uh, We are going to be covering uh, Chapter 2, How Your Habits Shape Your Identity. Um, So again, we're going to be covering that. and, And as you know, this really, really falls right in line with our theme for the whole month, Habits, The True Keys to Success. Habit power, the true keys to success, I should say. Um, and then also, you know, I want to make sure that the many of you who are listening to the show, make sure that you are a part of our free membership at womenaboutbiz.net. Again, if you haven't joined already, make sure you go to womenaboutbiz, that's B-I-Z as in zebranet And um, make sure that you join our free membership because I am going to be doing something very, very special this month, and that is I'm creating a section all about our theme this month, Habit Power, The True Keys to Success, and I want you guys to be able to have access to that. So I want you to make sure that you have registered as a free member so that you will be able to access that information. So don't forget, go to Women About Biz and register as a free member, and we will have that habit power information up. And um, I'll be sharing starting on next Monday all of the wonderful things that we've got planned for you this month uh, revolving around our theme. Habit Power, the Keys to Success. Okay, let's get started. Let's go right ahead and get right into five questions of business leadership. Remember, you can ask yourself these questions as any, any time that you want to as often as necessary. Um, and you want to ask them all the time, right? Um, because not only do they help to build better habits for you as a leader, but they help you to, again, hone in on your leadership skills and become the best business owner that you can be. Starting with number one, have I prepared my mindset for greatness? Again, Have I prepared my mindset for greatness? Ladies, what beliefs and habits do you need to support your vision and your goals, right? You are, believe it or not, you are guided by your beliefs and your habit system. And so you may not know it. But there are beliefs and there are habits that you have that could be working against what it is that you want to accomplish in your life and business. And you have to identify early on beliefs and habits that really mean you no good. Here is the next thing you need to be thinking about. Are you doing your morning personal development? Whatever it is, for example, that you're wanting to accomplish this month, You really need to look at what skills you have that need to be strengthened or what skills are you lacking that you need to quickly develop. And that is what you need to be working on for personal development's sake. And then, of course, you need to look into creating affirmations that are customized and personal to you, right? Affirmations that are customized and personal to you. And so, again, what that means is that you need to be creating affirmations for yourself. These are affirmations that you write out and affirmations that really, really mean a lot to you. So again, I'm so excited that you're here with us today, and I really want you to pay close attention as we cover five questions of business leadership. Here's number two are my beliefs in alignment with my vision and goals? This is huge. Why? Because oftentimes, people declare what it is that their vision is. People say the goals that they want to accomplish, but what they may not realize is that they may have triggers that are, you know, preventing them from accomplishing the very vision and goals because their beliefs are not in alignment. As a matter of fact, they may even have false beliefs that are hindering um, the success of their vision and their goals. So this is why it's important that you have to examine your own self, right? You have to really get to know you. You know, it's interesting. Uh, I think I've mentioned this quite a few times on the show, but sometimes I say, you know, you have to be very authentic with yourself. You have to be very truthful with yourself. Don't lie to yourself. And then I always follow up with saying this, you know. People lie to themselves each and every day. We all lie to ourselves. We don't like to see it in that harsh of terms, but it's so very true. We lie to ourselves all of the time. Um, Take, for example, something that we really, really want. We will really stand there and self-talk ourselves into having what it is that we want. But isn't this very interesting? The mind knows that in order for you to have what it is that you want, You've got to feel okay with it. You've got to be okay with it. You have to approve it. So therefore, the subconscious mind starts sending up all of these thoughts, all of these scenarios for you to consider that you are right when you might be wrong. Is that incredible or what? Our minds, ladies, I'm trying to tell you that our minds, um, with all of its many chambers, can trick us into doing things. Just because we want it, it knows the the conscious mind wants it, and so therefore the subconscious mind has no problem with helping you um, to, to, to do something that is against the very thing that should be best for you. So this is why you're always looking at, number two, are my beliefs in alignment with my vision and my goal, because if your beliefs are out of alignment, meaning you have beliefs that keep getting in the way of what you really want, then you have to stop and really investigate those beliefs. Look at the root of them. Where did they come from? Who did you learn them from? Or what emotion caused them? Or what experience caused them, right? So very, very important. And then number three, what do I want to accomplish by this Friday? Now, it's important that we always have in mind our goals and what it is that we want because goals really do help us to focus, right? Right. But it's not just about the goals. It's about, you know, it's about knowing how you're going to do it. As the author of the book, Atomic Habits, says, we really need to know what system are we using to accomplish our goals because it's the system that we need to be more focused on, right? However, there are three things that are important here as we look at every week what it is that we want to accomplish. We really in business need to know that we don't have a business if we don't have marketing, right? Because we need to be marketing to our target audience. And these days, in this 21st century, marketing can go on 24-7. The next thing is that we need to be generating leads, right? Always need to have a new stream of leads coming in. This is individuals that are signing up for your compelling offers, signing up for free reports, uh, signing up for things that really help to establish your authenticity, your credibility, your knowledge on whatever it is that you're trying um, to convey or sell, right? And then we need to be able to have sales goals. We need to know, you know, what amount of money is it that we're trying to bring in this week or this month and this year? What are we trying to do? So, therefore, these three things, marketing, generating leads, and sales always has to be a part of what we are looking to accomplish for the week along with other things right but it is these three these three things if you did nothing else as a business owner and you had to look at what did you do you need to focus on what did you need to keep it's these three things marketing generating leads, and sales, because these three things make up the cornerstone. They are the most important factors when it comes to having a successful business. Here's number four. How can I be an asset to my business? This is key because it's all about you. You birthed your business. You were the one that came up with the idea, or you were the one that bought the opportunity. So, therefore, you are the CEO of your business. You are the leader of your business. And so, therefore, you need to know how you can be an asset. What can you do to make your business shine? What can you do to take your business to the next level? Here are three questions, sub-questions to this that might be able to help you brainstorm and figure that out. Am I being an ambassador right? Am I spreading goodwill about my business, sharing with everyone who what I do and how I do it and how I can benefit them? Am I seeking out new collaborations? Am I connecting myself and aligning myself with people who have similar, and this is very important, who have similar services, but they don't do exactly what I do, so therefore we share the same target audience. And am I leading my power team to help me to shorten my learning curve, to move faster, to build faster, right? And last but not least in the five questions of business leadership, number five is am I investing in myself and my business, which is so very important. There are three areas that I always want you to pay attention to when you're looking at investing, and that is health and wellness. That comes first and foremost. As a matter of fact, you always have to put yourself first. Why? Because you want a healthy body. You want an energetic body. You want a body that is nourished, a body that is hydrated, a body that is ready to take charge and has the energy to move forward when it is called to do so. And then, of course, you definitely need to be marketing and advertising, right? But these days, it's really interesting, and I want to slow it down right here for a minute because something I want to share with you that's vitally important. Now, I have talked in the past about organic marketing, right? I've talked about organic marketing, and I've talked about how organic marketing is um, marketing and and ways to share your business online without paying any money. However, while organic marketing, I think, is a necessary part of marketing, I want to let you know that there is no way that you're going to be able to scale your business to a level that you need to scale it in order to generate multiple six-figure and seven-figure income without advertising. Now, that is just the hardcore truth of today's time. Again, we have now gone through another dimension of the internet where we had an opportunity to make organic marketing work for ourselves in a way like never before, but now we've moved on to another dimension. Where, and I do say dimension, why? Because we keep sometimes we keep missing things. We keep missing important phases of of business that we can take advantage of and don't really have to pay a whole lot of money for it, Um, but we keep missing it because we are not looking for the trends. We are not focusing and paying attention to the things that we need to. So, therefore, we miss the opportunity, the window of opportunity to take advantage of certain things. And so now we've crossed over another dimension. The Internet has changed yet again and has evolved Okay, it has evolved into another level. And so therefore, now the big boys are in the game on the internet like never before. I'm talking about those large corporations with millions and millions of dollars for marketing. They are now putting that money uh, into Facebook, into LinkedIn, into Twitter, into internet marketing avenues and strategies, and so therefore, they are paying attention more so to them than they are the small business owners, the micro business owners, which are the people that really put them on the, put them on the top. And I'm saying, yes, it's the individual people and it's the micro business owners, the small businesses that put Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter and all of those on the top but now what what facebook in particular has done is that they are they are not rewarding small business owners for helping them to get to the top what they have done is they are shutting us out and they are paying attention to the big advertisers so therefore it's causing us to also have to look at advertising and come up with some type of marketing and advertising budget, but we have to do it logically, strategically, and systematically. That's the key. So you can't just jump and go do a Facebook ad. You really got to gain some quick knowledge about it and know what it is that you need to be doing. So that requires you to do some research and get some better understanding. And then, of course, you've got to invest in your personal development and coaching, right? If, um, if, if you're thinking that you can be a success all by yourself, well, then you're just wrong, okay? You're, it's going to require you to have a team of individuals that actually know more than you to help you get to the next level. And that is so very, very important. And so with that said, I really, really want you to look into some coaching for yourself. I want you to look into doing some things for yourself that I think will help you to enhance what you're already doing and help you to get to another level a lot faster. So for those of you who haven't scheduled a power talk with me yet and you've been listening to the show for years and you still haven't um, had a power talk, it's because you're in that paralysis analysis mode. It means that you're in this mode of perfection trying to get everything just right before you talk to me, which is what's causing the problem uh, altogether. So I really want you guys to listen up. And I I offer this all the time, and those who take advantage of it know the power of it. If you have not scheduled your power talk with me this year, if you have not spoken with me about ways to grow your business and what you need to be doing, then you need to schedule it today, okay? And I'm challenging all of you to do that. Here's how you do it. Go to womenaboutbiz.net. And once you get there, right there on that home page, you can automatically um, see right there midway down how to schedule a free Power Talk coaching session, okay? It's right there for you to do. And um, if you don't see it there, I'm looking at it right now. It's there, but just in case, you can click on coaching in the top white right menu bar. And right there when you click on coaching, I've got it at the very top of the page. So again, I want to challenge you right now, schedule your Power Talk. Stop being stubborn. Stop getting stuck in analysis paralysis and go ahead and schedule your Power Talk session because indeed it is free, um, but it may not be free next year. So that's a little hint to all of you who've been thinking about doing it and have not taken action on it now. Well, there you have it, ladies. Five questions of business leadership. What are you going to do with it? Are you going to take these questions, ask them of yourself, and look at your answers and determine the areas that you need to be focusing on and improving? Well, I hope so, so make sure you take that to heart. For those of you that are new to this show, I want to welcome you to Successful Woman Radio. We are a show that's all about providing you, the businesswoman, with a positive environment where you can be motivated, encouraged, and inspired to create a successful life, generating the income that you desire. Please mark your calendar for every Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern and be empowered with information that you can put to use right away every Go ahead and mark it as a recurring event in your calendar, and you will always be reminded of the show itself. I am so excited to be bringing to you today our theme for the month of September, and I really want you guys to share this with as many businesswomen as you possibly can. Listen up. You know, so many times we hear good information um, and we keep it to ourselves. I don't know what that's about. And we don't share it with others, and yet we're ready to share um, when there's a sale going on in the retail industry or when there's a new movie out or when a restaurant has a two-for-one offer going on. Well, we need to be sharing things that are going to last a lifetime. We need to be teaching other women how to fish instead of um, sharing things that are really not enhancing the lives of one another, right? And so I want you guys to write down five women that you know need this information this month. Habit power, the true key to success. I want you to write down five women and their phone numbers, uh, and then I want you to call them and tell them, listen, if you can, schedule Successful Woman Radio in your calendar for 12 new all this month each Monday because Trina is going to be sharing habit power, the key to your success. And this information, ladies, is something that I have been studying for decades. I feel that I have a really good understanding of it. Well, I guess I do. I'm a six-figure earner. My business is doing well. I have helped hundreds of women. I am a, I consider myself a christian, a woman who who loves people and has a passion to help others and I have an open heart to share how i'm successful and I have an open heart to share what I learn and so this month is a pivotal time for you in your life because this month is all about habit power. Why is it that we do what we do and what we need to start doing to build better habits and thought paths so that we can take ourselves to another level of thinking and be the successful business women that we know we can be. So I want to go ahead and get started with an introduction into uh, habit power, the true key to your success. You know, whatever the mind can conceive, the mind can achieve. How many people who are listening to this, how many of you know that that is a very familiar phrase? Whatever the mind can conceive, the mind can achieve. Well, that came from Napoleon Hill. Um, He is someone that I admire tremendously. I believe that this is a man who, regardless of race or creed or color, he was into letting people know the truth about success. He really, really was. And he was trying to share it in the simplest of terms that he could, and he did an excellent job doing so. As many of you know, Napoleon Hill is the author of probably one of his most popular books, Think and Grow Rich, but he wrote several other books that are out there, and I'm so glad that the Napoleon Hill Foundation um, is around live and well today, and many of our most successful book writers and thinkers of today's time have been asked to be a part of the Napoleon Hill Foundation so that people have a way to strengthen their minds and know the truth about success. So when he said, whatever the mind can conceive, the mind can achieve, he is 100% correct. We have the power to accomplish and achieve anything that we want. We really do. So then why is it that we don't? Why is it that we are not achieving things that we want in life like we think that we can? Well, here's the thing. Yes, the mind can conceive and, and achieve anything that it wants to, but only when it has habits that support that, only when it has goals to support the habits, only when we are able to have the right thought path, are we able to achieve success? Have you ever asked yourself the question, what do I need to do to be successful? How can I make more money? If you've answered yes to this, then you're not by yourself. Millions of us have done that. Now, Google the, that's, the, the Google Dictionary defines success as a person or thing that achieves the desired aims or attains prosperity. Webster defines it as a favorable or desired outcome, and both are correct. We all want to be able to, to aim our desires and attain prosperity. And we all want to achieve that favorable and desired outcome. You see, success is an achievement that each woman must define for herself because it is dependent on what you want the outcome to be. No one's success is alike. We all have our own success DNA. We all do. And it is independent to each and every other person's DNA. We all have our own success DNA. And so, therefore, the, the thing that you must be looking for and the thing that you must desire most is to be clear on what your success DNA really is. And it all begins with your mindset. So let's define what a mindset is. Well, a mindset is our mental attitude that has taken shape based on our life experiences, our environment, our education, and the ideas and beliefs we have absorbed from those people we have interacted with most in our lives. Wow, that's a mouthful, right? But that's what our mindset is. We, we have been shaping one another's mindset in the society in which we live. Whether we are aware of it or not, we all keep a running account of ourselves, our self-talk of what has happened to us, what it means, and what we should do about it. Our mindset is that inner voice conversation taking place in our heads, so therefore, Our mindset means everything to us. It is the ruling factor over all of our success. And unfortunately, because we are human, we are spiritual beings living in a human body, and because we are human, unfortunately, many things occur in our lives that block us from having the type of mindset to clearly take us to that next level. And the very things that really impede and get in our way the most are bad habits. So that is why this month our theme is habit power, the true keys to your success. Because, see, there is power in habits. There is an energy force in habits, but only the right kind of habits. Habits can take away from your life. Habits can lead you down a destructive path and have you um, on the wrong path for decades. But then there are habits that can turn you around, shape you and mold you and have you in a success path that generations after you will experience nothing but wealth and power. You see, so we have the ability to really control the type of habits that we have that are running our lives, that are guiding us, right? So let's define habits, and I hope all of you are taking notes. Let's define and look at what habits really are. Habits, ladies, are thoughts, experiences, emotions, and actions. And I want to repeat those in case you guys are writing. Habits are thoughts, experiences, emotions, and actions that are repeated often enough they are, are then a habit. That's, that's all a habit is. It's our thoughts, our experiences, our emotions, our actions that are repeated often enough that they form a habit which is then memorized, automated into our subconscious mind, so therefore we no longer need to memorize it. It has embedded itself. Whatever that thought, whatever that experience, whatever that emotion, whatever that action is, it is repeated enough that it embeds itself into our subconscious mind and is automated, and therefore it is memorized. We no longer have to repeat it. So therefore, we repeat habits automatically. And this is why habits are so powerful. Is because they can either enhance or they can take away from our life. And so the crazy thing about it, the crazy thing about habits is that We have total control. As humans, we have total control over those habits of what we want to allow in or how we want to experience things. And then some things we didn't have control over, certain emotions that are sparked or or, or pains or, or different experiences that we may not have had control over also feed certain habits into our subconscious psyche. So what do we need to do? What do we need to be paying attention to? Well, this is where the scary part comes in because, see, sometimes habits form in a way that causes us to run away from the habit itself. Not, it causes us to run away from wanting to think about the habit and knowing that we need to make changes of it. So we just allow the habit to run havoc, H-A-V-O-C, in our lives and cause all kinds of damage and destruction. So one of the things that we really have to do is we have to attack our fear about certain things in our life head on, right? False evidence appearing real, right? We have to attack that fear head on, and then we have to really be willing to delve beneath the surface. And so somehow what has happened in our society that we live in Is that we want things now. We want everything to happen now instantaneously, you know, without having to work hard for it. But that's not how life is. That's really not how God created us. God created us to be worker bees. He created us to be diligent individuals. He created us to be intellectual beings, deep thinkers. He created us to work for what it is that we want. And so, therefore, the thing that you need to know about habits is that it's not always going to be easy to overcome certain habits that have been ingrained in your life for years that are fighting against the very things that you want, against the very fabric of who you want to be. But if you are committed and if within your conscious mind you are serious about what it is that you want out of life, then you must be committed to changing certain habits, eliminating habits that are meaning you no good at all. You must be willing to eliminate those habits. So again, I mentioned to you that habits are thoughts, experiences, emotions, and actions that are repeated often enough that they form a, a habit, which is that rep- repetitive action that you keep repeating that you no longer have to think about, right? So I want to give you some examples of that. Uh, some uh, a couple of examples that come to mind. Number one. Is brushing your teeth. You no longer have to think about brushing your teeth because your mommy went over that with you over and over again when you were two and three years old. She started teaching you how to brush your teeth. So now you don't have to give yourself instruction on how to put the toothpaste on the toothbrush and how to go to the store to buy a toothbrush. Uh, toothbrush, or uh, uh, how how to floss, and how to do all of those things. You you don't know you don't have to know how to do that without uh, anymore because you were taught that when you were a child about the importance of brushing your teeth. So therefore, automatically, most human beings wake up in the mornings. That's kind of one of the first things they do. They use the bathroom, and then they go brush their teeth, right? Because it has become an automated habit. Here's another example of an automated habit. Um, For centuries now, especially with women, we've always been trying to figure out how to lose weight. But really, there is no secret to losing weight. It's a very simple formula. You eat less, you drink more water, and you exercise. Those are the three keys to losing weight. You do those three things, you're going to lose weight. However, The problem is, is that many of us have automated habits that are working against that very thing. And as a result, we are eating more, drinking less water, and not exercising. That's kind of what's causing most people to gain weight. And so that is a good example of an automated habit. Because we have habits in there uh, that we like certain foods we like to eat, or when we are stressed, we like to eat. Um, and so therefore, those habits that have already ingrained themselves within us drive us to do the things we like to do. Now, this is interesting. So then, am I saying that if you identify the habit? that may be impeding your success, causing you not to um, be as successful, if you eliminate those habits and replace them with new positive ones, that you're going to see better results? Yes, I am saying that. I am saying that all your life, the things that you want in life, have all been driven by habits. And if you have more habits that are Not more habits that are hurting you than helping you, then you've got to quickly go identify many of those habits and figure out how to eliminate them. And that's what this show is about all this month, because you want success you want success. So I am going to be sharing with you all this month the importance of those habits and how to eliminate negative ones, embrace positive ones, and bring on new habits that are going to help you identify what it is. And I mentioned to all of you that you definitely need to make sure that you join um, Women About Biz, our free membership, because I am going to be creating a section uh, just for this month that's all about habits and providing those worksheets and resources just for you because I love you that much. And so I want to encourage you that if you if you feel that this information that I'm providing to you is of value, if you, if you are uh, feeling that you're being blessed by it, then bless the lives of someone else. I want you to list five women, their telephone numbers, and I want you to call them and say, listen, girl, I am listening to something so powerful this month. It's all about changing your life uh, through the power of habits. You've got to listen to Successful Woman Radio this month, every Monday, every Monday. 12 new market on your calendar and be there, and I'm encouraging you all to do that. Not because I'm so so good, is because God has empowered me through my spirit to have a passion for this. That I have studied it for decades. I have applied it to my own life. I am a living testimony, and I'm now sharing with you what you need to be doing in order to be a success. So again. I want to encourage you to go ahead, right, to go ahead and share with others this important series happening all this September, Habit Power, the true keys to your success. With that said, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to move on as soon as I can, and I'm going to be sharing with you all about Atomic Habits. As many of you know, Atomic Habits is um, our theme book this month, and it is something that I, I had heard a lot of people talk about Atomic Habits. I'd heard a lot of people who told me that their lives completely changed after reading Atomic Habits, and for some reason, I wrote it down to put it in my success library and read it, but I never got the opportunity to actually read it. And so as a result, um it was it's been a couple of years that I you know heard people talk about Atomic uh Atomic Habits, but I've been reading so many other books that I didn't get a chance to get around back to it. Finally, I came back around to uh, Atomic Habits by James Clear. And I started reading it and I couldn't put the book down again. Another one of those books that I just could not put down. And I felt so blessed to be reading the wisdom of this man who um, who has really explained to us um, the power of habit. And it's so very, very important. So ladies, if you have not yet picked up your copy of Atomic Habits, then please make sure that you do, okay? Um, Because it is such an awesome book, and it's one of those books that I think you will go back to time and time again. I'm going to start here in Chapter 2, How Your Habits Shape Your Identity. The author, James Clear, says, why is it so easy to repeat bad habits and so hard to form good ones. He said, few things can have a more powerful impact on your life than improving your daily habits, and yet it's likely that this time next year, you'll be doing the same thing rather than something better. It often feels difficult to keep good habits going for more than a few days, even with sincere effort and the occasional burst of motivation. Habits like exercise, meditation, journaling, and cooking are reasonable for a day or two and then become a hassle. However, once your habits are established, they seem to stick around forever, especially the unwanted ones. Despite our best intentions... Unhealthy habits like eating junk food, watching too much television, procrastinating, and smoking can feel impossible to break. Changing our habits is challenging for two reasons. Number one, he says, we try to change the wrong thing. And number two, we try to change our habits in the wrong way. So in this chapter that follows, I'll answer the second. Our first mistake is that we try to change the wrong thing. To understand what I mean, consider that there are three levels at which change can occur. You can imagine them like layers of the onion. The three layers of behavior for change is outcome, processes, and identity. The first layer is changing your outcomes. This level is concerned with changing your results, losing weight, publishing a book, winning a championship. Most of the goals you set are associated with this level of change. The second layer is changing your process. This level is concerned with changing your habits and the systems, implementing a new routine at the gym, decluttering your desk for better workflow, developing a meditation practice. Most of these habits you build are associated with this level. The third and deepest layer is changing your identity. This level is concerned with changing your beliefs. Your worldview, your self-image, your judgments about yourself and others, most of the beliefs, assumptions, and biases you hold are associated with this level. So again, ladies, I want to read to you the three levels that he is talking about. And again, for those of you that just tuned in, I see so many people are joining the show today. Um, We are talking about right now the book, Atomic Habits, and I'm reading for Chapter 2, How Habits Shape Your Identity and Vice Versa. So the author James Clear says there are three layers of behavior change, outcomes, processes, and identity. And he says the third layer, which is the deepest layer, is changing your identity. And it's concerned with changing your beliefs, your worldview, your self-image, your judgments about yourself and others. Most, he says, of these beliefs, assumptions, and biases you hold are associated with your identity. Okay? He says... The first layer is changing your outcomes, and outcomes are all about what you get. Process is about what you do, and identity is about what you believe. So when it comes to building habits that last, when it comes to building a system of 1% improvement, the problem is not that one level is better or worse than the other, All levels of change, he says, are useful in their own way. The problem is the direction of change that we tend to take when we are trying to make a difference in our lives, right? He says many people begin the process of changing their habits by focusing on what they want to achieve. This leads us to outcome-based habits. This alternative is to build identity-based habits. With this approach, we start by focusing on who we wish to become. He says, outcome-based habits, Uh, imagine two people resisting a cigarette. When offered a smoke, the first person says, no, thanks, I'm trying to quit. It sounds like a reasonable response, right? But this person still believes they are a smoker who is trying to be something else. He says they are hoping that their behavior will change while carrying around the same beliefs. The second person, however, declines by saying, no, thanks, I'm not a smoker. It's a small difference. But this statement signals a shift in identity. Smoking was part of their former life, not their current one. They no longer identify as someone who smokes. Most people don't even consider identity change when they set out to improve their lives. They just think, I want to be skinny. That's the outcome thinking, right? I want to be skinny. And if I stick to this diet, then I'll be skinny. That's the process, the diet. He says, but they set goals and determine the actions they should take to achieve those goals without considering the beliefs that drive their actions. Bingo. They never shift the way they look at themselves, and they don't realize that their old identity can sabotage their new plans for change. Wow. Anybody saying wow to that? This is an aha moment for me, right? Let me read this little section over. He says, the person who says I want to be skinny, which is an outcome change, and if I stick to this diet, I will be skinny. That's the diet. That's the process change, right? He says, they set goals and determine the actions they should take to achieve those goals without considering their beliefs. That drives their actions. They never shift the way they look at themselves, and they don't realize that their old identity can sabotage the new plans for change. So, what he's saying here, ladies, as a side note, what he's saying is that your beliefs about who you already are is what you will be. So, it doesn't matter what you want. It doesn't matter about the new things that you want until you change your identity. Until you have a paradigm shift, you will not see the results you want to see. He says, behind every system of actions are a system of beliefs. The system of a democracy is founded on beliefs like freedom, majority rule, and social equality. The system of dictatorship has a very different set of beliefs like absolute authority and strict obedience. You can imagine many ways to try to get more people to vote in democracy, but such behavior change would never get off the ground in dictatorship. That's not the identity of the system itself. Voting is a behavior that is impossible under certain sets of beliefs. A similar pattern exists whether we are discussing individuals, organizations, or societies. There are a set of beliefs and assumptions that shape the system, and an identity behind those habits. He says, behavior that is incongruent with the self will not last. You may want more money, but if your identity is someone who consumes rather than creates, then you'll continue to pull towards spending rather than earning. You may want better health, but if you you continue to prioritize comfort over accomplishment, you'll be drawn to relaxing rather than training. It's hard to change your habits if you never change the underlying beliefs that led to your past behavior. You have a new goal and a new plan, but you haven't changed who you are. Wow. Hopefully, many of you who are listening to this are having aha moments left and right. Why? Because I don't know about you guys, but he's thumping all over my toes, right? Because. Because he's sharing that no matter what you purpose to do, no matter what goals you set, if you're not willing to change your beliefs that are holding you back and, and, and not supporting what it is that you want, you're going to keep on being that same old person who repeats the same old habits that work against the very things that you want. It's simple. That's, that's, that's the formula right there. Change your beliefs change your habits, change your direction of where you're going. He says, the story of Brian Clark, an entrepreneur from Boulder, Colorado, provides a good example for this. For as long as I can remember, I chewed my fingernails, Clark told me. It started as a nervous habit when I was young and then morphed into an undesirable grooming ritual. One day I resolved to stop chewing my nails until they grew out of it. Through mindful willpower alone, I managed to do it. Then Clark did something surprising. I asked my wife to schedule my first ever manicure. He said my thought was that if I started paying to maintain my nails, I wouldn't chew them. And it worked, but not for the monetary reason. What happened was the manicure made my fingers look really nice for the first time. The manicure even said that other than chewing, I had really healthy, attractive nails. Suddenly, I was proud of my fingernails and even thought that something I had never aspired to, it made all the difference. I've never chewed my nails since, not even a single close call. It's because I now take pride in properly caring for them. The ultimate form of intrinsic motivation is when a habit becomes part of your identity. It's one thing to say I'm the type of person who wants this. It's something very different to say I'm the type of person who is this. The more pride you have in a particular aspect of your identity, the more motivated you will be to maintain the habits associated with it. If you're proud of how your hair looks, you'll develop all sorts of habits to care, maintain it. If you're proud of the size of your biceps, you'll make sure you never skip an upper body workout. If you're proud of the scarves you knit, you'll be more likely to spend hours knitting each week. Once your pride gets involved, you'll fight tooth and nail to maintain those habits. True behavior change is identity change. You might start a habit because of motivation, but the only reason you'll stick with one is that it becomes part of your identity. Anyone can convince themselves to visit the gym or eat healthy one, uh eat healthy once or twice, but if you don't shift the belief behind the behavior, then it is hard to stick with long-term changes. Improvements are only temporary until they become part of who you are. The goal is not to read a book. The goal is to become a reader. The goal is not to run a marathon. The goal is to become a runner. The goal is not to learn an instrument. The goal is to become a musician. Your behaviors are usually a reflection of your identity. What you do is an indication of the type of person you believe that you are. Either consciously or non-consciously, research has shown that once a person believes in a particular aspect of their identity, they are more likely to act in alignment with that belief. For example... People who identified as being a voter were more likely to vote than those who simply claimed voting was an action they wanted to perform. Similar, the person who incorporates exercise into their identity doesn't have to convince themselves to train. Doing the right thing is easy. After all, when your behavior and your identity are fully aligned, you are no longer pursuing change. You are simply acting like the type of person you always believed yourself to be. Like all aspects of habit formation, this too is a double-edged sword. When working for you, identity change can be a powerful force of self-improvement. When working against you, though, identity change can be a curse. Once you have adopted, and I, an, once I'm sorry, once you have adopted an identity, it can be easy to let your allegiance to it impact your ability to change. Many people walk through life in a cognitive slumber, blindly following the norms attached to their identity. I'm terrible with directions. I'm not a morning person. I'm bad at remembering people's names. I'm always late. I'm not good with technology. I'm horrible at math, and a thousand other variations. When you have repeated a story to yourself for years it's easy to slide into these mental grooves and accept them as fact. So ladies, I've just read from you an excerpt from the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. Hopefully you have bought your own copy of this book, whether it is through your Kindle reader um, or it is uh, an actual hard copy. Hopefully you have gotten and added to your success library and you are following along. If not, rush to do it this week and get started with reading. I hope you guys have enjoyed today's show and that you will tune in on next Monday as we continue to talk about habit power, the true key to your success. I wish you much peace, much abundance, and much joy this week. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.